0: polluted the environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uncensored tonight. Nice clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice clean mind.
1: guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white Red land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? listening? Indeed, as we ask every day, are you out there? Are you listening? It's good to see you guys all out there. Hope all is well, everyone. Happy Wednesday, is it? I don't know. It's something like that. It's yeah. It's uh, Wednesday the 9th already. There you go. Wednesday the 9th. You're looking live at the app right behind us and our attempted uh, screen setup. It's kind of working, I think. Looks like... Uh, I don't know. It's working. It's good enough. Uh, we're trying some new stuff, trying some stuff out, seeing if we can uh, improve the layout a little bit. That's what you're looking at. See, you guys see Joe next to me right now. You're looking live at the app. Check it out when you get time. If you haven't checked it out, go to pill.net, create a quick account, use that same login to log into foxhole.app, and then you can install app at the top right up here, as you can see. Hit that button right there, and then uh, it'll install it to your to your, to your your uh, desktop there. Uh, hit support us, support those guys if you get time hit hit uh support us, buy those guys a cup of coffee when you get time. Those guys are working their butts off, and we appreciate it very much. Free speech platform's hard to come by these days we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a moment. Uh, the podcast is up as well, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Google, I don't know, pick a pick one, name it, just search Brothers Uncensored, you'll find us. Yesterday's show with Mark Makita was an interesting discussion about policy and other stuff. Jason Frank was here on Monday, that was fun as well. More great guests later this week, we'll get to that in a moment. There's the newsletter, sign up right there on the newsletter. Oh wow, that's kind of interesting, I probably need to move that around a little bit because now the logo is in the wrong spot there so let's move this logo over here and now you can actually see it there you go uh, okay there's that uh foxhole twitch youtube d live cloud hub tiger network that's where you can find us youtube uh they screw them they don't like us so we don't stream there unless it's live events stuff like that special events the blog is up that's where you can find the latest links for the channel that you may have missed wanted to grab there's where you can find those Finally scroll down a little bit more and this is where you can help us keep the lights on. This is we really need your help. Cash App, PayPal, Patreon. Patreon helps because I can get kind of a budget in place. The rest of them kind of are intermittent, you know, here and there. I need to kind of have a baseline budget to see how much I can invest, reinvest in bringing you guys better content and better quality. Uh there is our sponsor, Rise Attire, USA.com. that discount code right there, A Boy. Find the the store is up. Just click right there. Click for Underground Store. Boom, the door, the store steps up. And the store pops up, and you can find the new the new merchandise there. If you want to get some Brothers Uncensored gear, that's where you can get it right there. Finally, don't forget First Amendment Praetorian, the side group that Joe and I work on for uh, event security. We are a crowdfunded event security group. If you want to help support us, that's where you can do it, firstmemberpraetorian.com, 1APraetorian.com, dot com. And I'm probably going to be going on a, a little bit of a... um circuit here joe in the near future uh to discuss more about uh, uh the first mount praetorian try to go on other channels things like that so that's where you can find us in all those spots joe uh we're trying this new uh setup and it seems to be working pretty good let's do a test with chat see how they like it
0: well first off can everybody hear me <laughs> that would be, be a good start i was getting quite a bit of robot from you on my end in my headset and it was a little confusing, but hopefully, uh, and I see that uh, we are having some issues on Foxhole as well. Um, I, I don't know if it's because, oh, uh, there we go. It looks like Foxhole's going. Actually, uh, if you guys can throw me a five by five out there just to make sure y'all can hear me, I'd appreciate it. Um, Yeah, it looks like there we go. Slide park got a 5x5 and Foxhole. Um it's not running. Now, smoothly. does the video qu- quality have
1: well, there may be ban- there may be some bandwidth issues the way we have this set up. And that's kind of I mean, the only way we can do it is kind of test it and see uh, see how it works. Um, it, it's possible that the quality might may be an issue. Five by five at three sixty, so seven twenty's not liking us too much. Uh all right. Joe, go to your camera settings and send uh change um let's see, can you downsize video source at this point? I don't think you can. No, you can't really change the settings now. Well, let me see how it's working. Um three sixty is, is stuttering. It's kinda of choppy around. All right. Well, maybe we won't. Maybe we just won't do this test, Joe. (laughs) Blurry movements. I'm having a hell
0: of a time trying to hear you, brother.
1: All right, Joe. Uh, hop into Zoom. (laughs) Close down that. Hop into Zoom. It was. It was a good try. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and shut down his source. I'll get Zoom up right now, and we'll just go back to how we usually do it. It was a fun try. I kind of like the way it lays out like that, but it's it's just not working. So, uh, Joe, the Zoom room is open. I'm going to go ahead and close down my OBS that I'm sending you. That's why it's not working because it's, it's getting a circular path. <laughs> it's confusing the hell out of it. So let me see here. I'm going to have to kind of play around with uh, OBS now and change this around a little bit. Bear with me, guys. I appreciate you guys. Good to see you guys all out there. Buffalo on Live too, now. Ay. ay ay. What's wrong? Uh, I'm just uh, playing with some ideas and it didn't go well. <laughs> basically, basically, I'm just playing with some ideas and it uh, failed. Uh, epic failure is basically how hey, I would summarize that.
0: Can you hear me now? Yes, Chet. Can you hear Joe? Can you get a five by five out there, guys? Yeah, man. I, I it's almost like the video or your audio was lagging behind and trying to catch up the whole time uh, on my end. Um, it looks like um, some people are still <laughs> I'll unplug it and plug it back in. KH Farmer <laughs> says <laughs> Connie Ketchup, Palladia, Sly Park, Texas Girl. I think we're okay now, guys. Um, I, I, yeah, some people said that some people did switch from 720 to 360, um, and that seemed to help. I'm on 720 right now, and I am getting a little bit of lag, but mad buffering at 360 so i don't know if that's got anything to do with it, abe or not but anywho i'm here
1: <laughs> yeah so. uh what what can we say it looks like uh we're here so anyways so anyways bro it's been a hell of a ride there's gonna there's gonna be some good stuff upcoming we've had some great guests we're working on some more behind the scenes i got a chance to talk to patriot of transition voice today uh to see what they're up to and guess what happened to them Uh, As soon as they got back from the Patriot Roundup, uh, YouTube just permanently suspended them and iDrop off of there. And so they lost a major platform. I think they had probably close to 70,000 subscribers. Poof, gone.
0: (laughs) Wow. Unbelievable.
1: So do me a favor. Joe and I did an interview with Patriot Transition Voice. They're going to be airing that. I I would guess in the next week or so they're trying to catch up with all the content that they got from when they were there as well. Uh, Their show is... Monday through Friday, 3 Central, 4 Eastern. Huh, that sounds an hour before us. Um, And they are on, let's see, what platforms are they on here? They're on Pilled Foxhole, uh, Pure Social TV, and Cloud Hub. And they're going to be going on Brighteon. So do me a favor. Go over to uh, next time you see uh, Patriots Transition Voice on Foxhole. Hop on over there and say you're looking forward to seeing the interview that Joe and I did. I think you guys will enjoy it. It was a uh, heartfelt interview, uh, and it was um I, I was I was just glad to be able to kind of talk to those guys, man. So when you guys get time, help support uh, Patriot Transition Voice. They're they're the ones that helped put the event together there in Dallas, and uh, you know probably the main organizers really. Uh, yeah, so I'm they, looking forward to that, Joe.
0: Yeah, two, uh Duncan and Steve, uh, two great guys. Um, I know that our Trumpy Cool and uh, Gaffanon were also hanging out with them as well. Right now, if you go to Patriot Transition Voice, they have the uh, Patriot Roundup Roundtable. Uh, They have uh, Dano and Mr. Wolf. They have the full interview and exclusive interview with General Flynn, which I was able to be two feet away while Steve was asking General Flynn questions in the media area. They also have the Sydney Powell um, interview, uh, both interviews, her live uh, on stage and then the behind the, the scenes. And it looks like tonight at eight, they have Colonel Ellen West. So uh, they are doing amazing work over there. I cannot say enough nice things about Patriot Transition Voice and Marcy as well, uh, who helps them out behind the scenes. Just great people. Definitely go and check them out when you guys get a chance.
1: Yeah, they definitely are. And I want to help support them however we can. So I told them to let us know when that interview is going to air uh, that they did with Joe and I. And we will let you guys know so that you guys can go over there and check that interview out. I think you guys will enjoy it. It was, uh, um, you know, they did a great job of kind of dialing into how emotional Joe and I were at the event. I mean, it's, uh, you know, people always look, uh, Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. Tough Guy. Well, I mean, when you get into a situation like that, um, man, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it's very hard to not let it really affect you in a very positive way. Uh, and that's what we took from it. And that's what we tried to convey, uh, to the interview as well.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be, um, very, uh, a little, it depends on how they edit it, but, um, you know, being there and having to kind of you know, actually all he asked was what's it like working with Robert Patrick Lewis. And both of us were like, (laughs) you know, because we just spent three days with the guy and of course everyone else as well. um, You know, three long days uh, hanging out with them. And I I don't think either one of us knew that they were going to ask what it's like to work with him because there's no words that you can possibly explain. Um, You know, obviously we've had him on the show and uh, he's, he's totally based, first and foremost. So, you know, it's amazing. You can literally have a conversation with him about anything, virtually anything. And then just how he is, like his aura as well, how he carries himself, how he treats other people. I mean, we're talking about a, a Green Beret here who uh, has done amazing things in his life. And he just, he treats me like I was his brother and, and he's got my six no matter what. And, you know, that feeling alone, but I know for Abe, it's way deeper than that. It's, it's way deeper than that. And what 1A Praetorian has helped give my brother um, kind of a second chance and something that, you know, is, is dear to him, is very close to him. Um, And this, this is, this is pretty nice uh, to have 1A uh, Praetorian uh, have our back and we have theirs. And then for their Patriot Transition voice to ask us, Right off the bat, what's it like working with them um, through both of us for a loop? So definitely go check that out. Sorry, man, I, I rambled on there real quick. Uh, it says, uh, Methods is saying uh, toggled, pilled uh, on Restream, you know, also choppy uh, on DLive so um, I don't know if you had a chance to fix that while I was babbling or or not yeah and there's uh,
1: yeah. there's eighty of you over on d live that are going to have to refresh as of right now, uh as well as the foxhole both of these are going to be need to be refreshed. I'll just reset both of those streams. oh crap, now it looks like d live isn't going to connect now it's connecting to d live again so pro- pro- probably the the way that our setup was was uh attempting to work didn't work, Joe. <laughs> All right, DLive and uh, Pilled slash Fox. We'll go ahead and refresh your streams. You guys should be good to go now. Um, So, yeah, I was showing some of the pictures uh, from that as well uh, while you were talking, Joe, that they sent us. And I'm definitely looking forward to uh, hanging out with those guys. We're going to have them on here again, too, uh, in the near future. We talked to them, what was it, about a month or two ago, Joe? I guess it's been a while.
0: Yeah, you actually were on um, right before we kind of joined right. up and, de- yeah, and decided on their show. And then Steve had said, hey, we now that you guys are doing this together, we need to have you guys both back. So um, I look forward to absolutely when they get time to, to have us back. And then, of course, we'd love to have both of them here. All right, uh, so there you go, guys. Now you should be able to refresh
1: all of your streams, and you should be good to go. Uh, Mark McKee was on yesterday. Steve Franson going to be on tomorrow. Looking forward to having him on. Greg Harvey, Mr. Greenbeard himself, going to be here on Friday. That's going to be great. JT Wild's going to be here Monday the 14th. We just booked Trenton White, White one of the speakers at the event, uh, for Tuesday the 15th. Severe Anon is going to be here on Friday. Looking forward to that as well. Uh, let's see what else do we have coming up? Uh, I find it the Friday after Amy, Joe and Neil going to be here the Friday after that. So lots of good stuff coming, uh, in the near future, Joe.
0: Yeah. For those who don't know about Steve, Van, uh, uh, Steve, I said Steve Bannon, Steve Franzen, uh, c- can you give a little bit of info on, on who Steve is and what he does? Uh, off the top of my head. Can you help me out? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think he's a I thought he was a journalist but I don't know. We we've had booked so many people in this last week and God bless you Don, uh, our sister out there who's been doing an amazing job at trying to organize because literally man, we probably exchanged and or talked to 50 different people um and so we're trying to work it all out and work it all together um but um lots to come needless to say. It uh, looks like people are still having
1: trouble over there in Foxhole. You're saying it might
0: be like an uh, internet connection on your end. That's what I kind of thought, man. You were slow dragging big time on a, on the other one.
1: Hmm.
0: Like you were way behind. Where's my Trying to catch up. Yeah. I know my internet's good. <laughs> I'm not saying yours isn't, but you, you got mine hooked up. I'm I'm flowing pretty good.
1: I should be good to go. I got one gig. Uh, Let me see here what I'm doing here. I'm pinging pretty heavy, that's for sure. Um, If I could get Foxhole to scroll, come on. Where's.
0: It's that goddamn Wisconsin cheesehead internet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for some reason it didn't catch Foxhole, man. So it's not up. Uh, let's see here if I got any messages. Uh, I do. OBS oh, yeah, stream, stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: fuck. Might be OBS or Restream, is what Method said. If it's not your inter- internet connection, he uses Streamlabs. <laughs>
1: I'll put let's see here Maybe it uh changed some of my streaming up very
0: fast. I'm still seeing us on Foxhole. Oh no. What the heck is going on here?
1: It's playing it's not playing it.
0: You wanna try a reboot?
1: <laughs> the the uncensored tab is like gone. <laughs> let's see here. Uh well it is. Let's see here. It is gone. How about we do this? How about I turn it off? I create a quick new topic. (laughs) (sighs) Create topic. I turn it back on. Jetting out to the f- to the spheres. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see here, and now maybe if we go over to Foxhole and refresh, in theory, <laughs> we should be live right now. D live choppy too. What in the hell? Um, my Ethernet should be all right. That one didn't grab either. Well, shit. <laughs> this is what I get for playing on a normal show, Joe.
0: I don't, I have no idea what's going on. I'm trying to follow everyone on Foxhole and D Live. Uh, you know whether or not we're actually on or not on. I see the Texan and Patriot Bird Kelly seventeen in Foxhole right now five by five boom freedom's there not free there we go there we go tammy orn and d live says perfect for me although it's not showing us as live yeah it is now it just it just refreshed, it just on refreshed Fox as as live. Live. all right
1: there we go hi connie Hi, freedom's not free thank you for the can uh appreciate <laughs> that very much all right guys we're good to go here now and Man, yeah 20
0: minutes in and i'm sweating bullets <laughs> <laughs>
1: How about we get to some news now that we're done playing around and screwing around with our shit?
0: (laughs) Are you done playing with your toys now? Oh, that went well. (laughs) Oh, geez. Well, everyone's coming back in. Appreciate it, guys. Sorry about that. Yep, we're back up. We're rolling. Dolphin, now it's back. The uh, Patriot 1776, Patriot Bird, Nancy Lucky, Palladius. What's up? What's up? Mickey, good to see you. Loyal (laughs) to the foil. We rolling now, guys. Ozark Freedom Girl, Vale Kilmer, Patricia Kaiser, Tammy O.R.N. You're live, and we are off and running, brother. All right, Let's we're off it. and running. Good
1: to, good to go. Let me just turn the Cubs on real quick, and then we'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Get that rolling. All right, one-to-one in the bottom of the fourth. Jake of pitching. Looking good. All right. Let's get to this. Now, I don't know where I came across this, and I'm not going to tell you, but I came across this, and it's pretty freaking interesting, to say the least. I'm not even going to share this with Joe so he can see what the hell I'm looking at. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. It is called Insurrection and Violence, A Citizen's Guide. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Now, this is, how many pages is this? Let's see here. This is 50 pages deep, and now we don't have to go through all of them, but... I kind of want to go through this, and I haven't had a chance to, so how about we
0: do it live? <laughs> Is this the book that uh, Methods hands out to all of his cultists? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're now part of the cult. Here's your book, 50 Pages of Insurrection and Violence. Hurry uh, on. I think it's that
1: cookie that Dolphin just gave out. Thank, thank you, Sly Park. Thank you guys already oh, for, yeah. the, for the gold pills already
0: flying through. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate Somebody the help. Give the, the cult leader a cookie, there. will you? Yeah, and I was just going to say, I appreciate the help in the background, Uh, Methods. Much love, brother.
1: Yeah, good to go. Appreciate it. Uh, Unconstrained Analytics is who put this out. This was on December. Actually, I don't know the date. Uh, Unconstrained Analytics is a 501c3 dedicated to the analysis of evidence unconstrained by preconceptions and biases. Boy, does that sound like an amazing concept. This includes a thorough analysis of the enemy's threat doctrine, unconstrained by bias, preconceptions, and influence operations coming from the same, uh, i.e., from government entities. I'll just say that. So if you want to, check them out. It is unconstrainedanalytics.com, uh, the source I'm not familiar with, but uh, that's a pretty good mission statement if you ask me. Right. Right. Uh, the book is a guide for all citizens who are concerned with the chaos and violence occurring in the streets of America regardless of a political outlook. Though much of the violence clearly has political intent and purpose, this is outside the scope of this study. This goal is to explain the violence, who's perpetrating it, and how to avoid becoming a victim. Sounds simple enough. However, this is a very dynamic situation. The amount of information available is immense, and much of its opinion is disguised as truth. If you disagree with this assessment, I would love to have you call in and discuss further. (laughs) Tell us where they got this wrong. But I do want to really go through this. And I'm not going to go, you know, every single word in every single sentence. But let's start with the introduction. Let me expand this out a little bit wider so you guys can possibly see it. Is that going to help any? I don't know if you can see that. If if you can't see that, Tommy, I'll just put uh, Joe on the screen so you can watch him look at me. The United States of America is enveloped in crisis. Not since the Civil War have we faced an insurgency and resistance movement with the capacity, capability, and very real potential to fundamentally change the structure of our republic, all without passing a law. They, we are at a near tipping. We are near a tipping point of insurrection and unlegislated change, from which the nation thus changed will cease to be recognized or function as a representative public republic. The purpose of, for writing uh, is to alert you to this fact. We are under attack by an insurgency syndicate employing unconventional warfare tactics. There are probably some out there who don't want to accept that sentence. Just take a look around, listen closely to this, and you'll understand what they're saying. The North American Insurgency Syndicate, NAIS, look it up, North American Insurgency Syndicate, NAIS is currently gaining strength and they're on the offensive. This book endeavors to deliver the understanding of the insurgency, their goals, strategy and tactics, then to provide you a framework to respond and protect your family, your property, your freedom and our country. As you read about violent insurgent groups and their goal is to their and their goal to fundamentally change our form of government, many a reader will be asking themselves, but what can I do? A rational response to this question is the motivation of our project. We offer a guide to assess your current position, analyze your risk, and help you make a reasoned plan to protect you, your family, and further to provide you in ways in which you can help the nation. Four, if well-meaning citizens do nothing, do not recognize the danger, do not vote, do not volunteer at polling locations, do not influence others, do not prepare for their own defense, and do not push back against the enemies of the republic, then they are ceding space and power to the insurgents. The, con- the consequence of citizen inaction at this perilous moment is to put at risk the Constitution, our way of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. If law-abiding patriots across the country do not take prudent action, if they remain subdued and silent, then our nation will be fundamentally altered and cease to function as a republic. I wholeheartedly agree with that paragraph. Abraham Lincoln said in 1861 this, I appeal, quote, I appeal to all loyal citizens to favor, facilitate, and aid this effort to maintain the honor, integrity, and existence of our national union and the... and the perpetuity of popular government, and to redress wrongs already long enough endured. I deem it proper to say that the first service assigned to the forces hereby called forth will probably be to repossess the forts, places, and property which have been seized from the Union. And in every event, the utmost care will be observed consistently with the objects aforesaid. To avoid any devastation, any destruction, or interference with property and any disturbance of peaceful citizens in any part of the country. And I here, hereby command the persons composing the combinations aforesaid uh, to disperse and retire peaceably to their respective abodes within 20 days of this date. President Abraham Lincoln on April 1861. Boy, wouldn't it be great to hear a president say that? Oh, you don't, man. You don't like this country? Get the fuck out. Exactly, you got twenty days. Love it. it. You like China so much, go there and live there. You like Venezuela so much, go there and live there.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: We begin by increasing your situational awareness. The book describes the current situation in the United States. We are at a critical point where the Nais is successfully exploiting a national emergency to rapidly gain strength. We provide a synopsis of the various and disparate 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 disparate. disparate Spit it out, Abe. Insurgent organizations and movements that are involved in the direct action violence, harassment, agitation, and social media attacks. Then we explore their syndicate structure. As the tactical level, the NAIS relies upon self-organizing groups of insurgents united for insurrection. The syndicate, waging unconventional warfare with new and innovative tactics, intends to change or overthrow the government. This is not the bullshit insurgency that the media tried to put upon Trump supporters. This is the actual insurgency for those of you Media Matters meatheads out there that don't want to accept it. At the strategic level, a clandestine organization has formed. It has built a hidden infrastructure with a shadow government, financial structure, political operations, Media outreach and international engagement. They have in infiltrated counter state and underground operatives in most federal, state, and local government institutions. The NAIS is using a determined and effective strategy with a tactical ground fight, unrestricted political warfare, and unmatched information operations. Information warfare! Doesn't this all sound familiar?
0: Many yes, people in the world don't want to accept this, Joe. I Man, this is so spot on. I'm glad you found this.
1: We discussed the support that is required for the NIS to be successful in support they are now receiving. Nonprofit, charitable, and other enti- enti- entities are used to distribute funds to the NIS. This is accomplished by washing money through multiple layers of numerous geographically dispersed and legitimate organizations. In addition to domestic funding, the NIS is receiving international support such as Black Lives Matter and others. Both China and Russia are involved because they directly benefit from a U.S. instability. There is evidence that China has been conducting a stealth war for some time against the United States. Russia has been engaged engaged in clandestine operations to influence elections and destabilize the country. The book explores the role of academia, the mainstream media, social media corporations, government institutions, and unions... As it relates to the success or failure of insurgent activity. This includes political cover provided by some parts of the Democrat Party. The greatest. Let me fix this. Ah! Don't move so fast. The greatest advantage the NIS holds is their weaponization of social media platforms. With this weapon, they dominate information and influence operations. The strategic power yielded in this regard is unmatched in modern warfare. With nearly com- with nearly complete freedom of action, the N A I S uses social media platforms to recruit, train, and mobilize the force. They they use it for secure communications, to conduct operational planning, and coordinate elements. Seemingly at will, they direct, control, and rapidly change the media narrative to justify and legitimize violent actions. With great impact, it is used to attack and delegitimize dissenting groups in an effort to force silence or conformance. Compliance has become so ingrained in parts of society that a new cancel culture has emerged, which refuses fact based debate, intellectual discussion, and disagreement. Sadly, and perhaps unwittingly, much of the media, many in academia, and some in the Democrat Party are complicit in this weaponization. Mm hmm. Go figure. After learning about the resistance movement, you may be tempted to ask yourself if this is real or just another conspiracy theory. The book lays out the facts and analysis that unmask the insurgency groups, some following communist ideology, some socialist, some anarchy, and some a confusing cocktail of all three. We, we, we explain why this is different from the 1960s student uprisings and why it poses a significantly greater danger. History provides many examples of past insurgent organizations with marxist leninist maoist ideology where they fully or partially achieved their end state. These revolutions either overthrew the government, pushed leaders out of office, or forced the government to, ne- to the negotiating table. In all of those cases, the, existence, the existing government and its underlying institutions and structures were significantly or fundamentally altered. Hmm, where have I heard fundamentally alter the, this nation before, Joe? Sounds
0: familiar. Oh,
1: Bozo himself. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not a study in ancient history. Many successful revolutions have occurred recently and often to democratic countries with free elections. The color revolutions, you've heard that before on this channel, and if you haven't looked up color revolutions, you probably should. And Arab Spring movements that occurred over the past few decades look similar to the Black Lives Matter movement. Indeed, we are likely witnessing the greatest cover color revolution of them all. Ukraine, for example, was a color revolution. When part of the, citizen, when part of the citizenry is seduced by Marxist, leninist Maoist ideology and especially, quote, when the majority of the population is scared, silenced and subdued, the conditions are right for a successful revolution. It is what permits a determined few to organize, control, and coerce millions. This formula is what led to the success of many color revolutions in recent years. Using cell phones and social media platforms, these broad resistance coalitions united around a single cause and rapidly grew to astonishing numbers. The massive protests, riots, and targeted violence surprised and overwhelmed government countermeasures. And consequently, most of these recent revolutions achieved significant Levels of success. Is the United States immune to such an attack? I ask you who don't believe that we are seeing coordinated division and violence in this country. Is the United States immune to this attack? We understand you are concerned about your protection and that your family, friends and community and that of your friends, family, and community. We describe prudent planning you can do now that will improve the safety of the reader and their family. We discuss how vital it is for your own protection and the protection of the Republic to avoid being seduced, scared, or silenced or subdued by the NAIS, their propaganda, and the narrative of the mainstream media. We provide a planning guide to help you with make reasonable preparations should you be faced with insurgent or mob violence. It is designed to help you take rational and prudent steps to mitigate the risk from large progress, protest, harassment, and violent agitators. It will explain how to assess and avoid dangerous situations and how to build a sensible plan that protects you, your family, your friends, and your community. Um, let's see. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. The clandestine leadership of the NAIS was waiting for this opportunity. An offensive operation was pre-planned and sitting on the shelf. It was set to launch at a moment of national crisis or during a broad social justice movement. 2020 brought both. Funny how that works, isn't it? Almost like it was all planned out from the very beginning, isn't it?
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Uh, let's see here. Uh, the insurgency has temporarily united desperate and opposing groups into wide cross-movement coalition, which has made strange bedfellows of Antifa groups, communists, anarchists, Islamic extremists, eco-warriors or eco-terrorists, pro-choice extremists, the new Black Panther Party for self-defense, and the Nation of Islam, social justice agitators, and most disturbing of all, parts of the Democrat Party. Can you lay that out any better than that? <laughs> <laughs> Clever manipulation of these groups by experienced revolutionary cadre has given the NAIS a tool to marginalize local police and force local governments to negotiate. This strategy is straight out of the communist revolutionary playbook. Bill himself. <laughs> it is being... Same. Go ahead. The same playbook, same over playbook, and is, over and over. Yep, it is being executed with modern tactics, delivering surprise, speed, and agility. Hmm, where have we heard playbook before? Is it maybe that there's a a faction in place that understands what's happening and what's what's going to be coming, and maybe trying to counteract those? Let's hope and pray that there are more than just us with loud mouse on a mic. <laughs> The insurgency syndicate has successfully employed a campaign of planned crisis operations. This helped them occupy and hold territory. The resulting negotiations marginalized the police and made the government look inept. This, in turn, has provided the NAIS with a strategic advantage to influence their primary target. Well, that would be the population. Many have been seduced, either joining riots, openly providing direct support, or participating in social media war of the minds. Others have been scared, subdued, or silenced. In unconventional warfare uh, success is measured by effects achieved on the population. Viewed through this, this lens, the insurgency is definitely winning. They are on the offensive, gathering strength, controlling the media narrative, and have strategic initiative. The U.S. government is being outmaneuvered. Where have we heard that? General Flynn just telling us last week that we were outmaneuvered and is on the defensive this, then, is the winds of war warning. Citizen Patriots, it is a clarion call to action. I got to tell you, this is a little bit, uh, might seem, you know, hyperbole, might seem, uh, hyperbole, rather. It might seem to be, you know, raising the flag of, of going out of control. If we don't accept the reality of the world we live in right now, and the fact that we are about to lose our country if we don't step up, what what are we doing, then? We must understand and accept what is happening. We are we are witnessing an attempted color revolution backed by a coup of our voting system. If you can't accept that, Joe, where do we even start with the discussion with people? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean infiltration instead of invasion. Obviously, first and foremost. I mean, th- that's the biggest thing that you have to realize. We don't even care about Russia or who was it, uh, Palladius, who who needs uh, to worry about Russia attacking us when we have the Dems doing it for them. It's complete infiltration on every single level. And that's why we've always discussed about how we need to get involved, how we you know, still need to get out there and vote. You know, we wouldn't have discovered half of this um, fraud. And we obviously weren't prepared for the Republican fraud that happened as well. Um, there, there's so much, uh, spot on about what you just read, uh, what you just went through, but you're right, man. The hardest part is, is how, how do we, how do we show them, right? How, how do we wake up those people that aren't awake to understand that this is truly what's going on between the color revolution, uh, transhumanism, um, this, this whole bigger picture, how, how do we show people this? Every single day, that's that's what we're here about. This is what we're trying to talk about, what we're trying to um, get out the message, so to speak, right? Well, step
1: one is accepting the reality that that these things are happening. I mean, if you look around you, everything we just read is happening. There's yep. You can't deny that, right? You can't deny Portland. You can't deny what happened in Racine. You can't deny what happened in Minneapolis. You can't deny what happened at St. John's Church in D.C., These are not, this is not an accident. This is purposeful. This is coordinated. Exactly. Chapter two: the situation we are witnessing chaotic protests, riots, and violence across locations in the United States of America. This mob-induced violence, much of it pre-planned insurrection, takes many forms: shootings, stabbings, beatings, improvised explosive devices, tasers, lasers, chemical urine, paint balloons, stun guns. Paint guns, projectiles, chains, and pepper spray all should be taken seriously. Andy Noe again, attacked recently. Uh, let's see here. This goes into uh, the, the, the summary of the group. The, this is uh, sources of protest-related violence. You have violent activity. You have pre-planned direct action insurgent groups. You have protectionist, self-appointed protection groups and militias. You have opportunistic Criminals and vandals, and then you have confrontational counter-movement battles as
0: well. So this is kind of just a summary of uh, the overall idea of this. Same kind of idea used in in January in D.C.? Indeed.
1: The NAIS uses favorable media coverage as a protective cloak for their acts of insurrection. They can swim freely, as Mao described in his Red Book. They enjoy the sensational impact of large protests and riots, the concealment of the crowd... Uh, The political legitimacy of the social justice movement, the syndicate operates and strengthens while sucking from its host. The NAIS has been planning this this seditious offensive for decades and manipulates the M4BL for its gain. It is a gateway to the population, hundreds of thousands of people, many of them misinformed, some of them radicalized, most sympathetic to the cause of the day. They are ripe for recruitment. The communists have a phrase for sympathizers and true believers, those willing to collaborate with them to accomplish revolutionary change. The term is useful innocents" and also useful idiots. Most of them recent graduates from from Texas, Austin University or your other local Wisconsin University or your University of uh, Illinois or your other state university all around the country or you know um, p- pick a harvard one of those they manipulate them into believing that they that the the greater good is worth any other problems uh basically radicalizing them similar to how um well isis did and how our government did to al qaeda <laughs> Primary target is the population. The outlook NIS will continue to attack government institutions, riot, use violent counter-protest tactics, and against adversarial groups, including law enforcement and target political figures representing pro-government views. Boy, where have we seen that? Uh, let me screw it. Let me move ahead here. How much? What time we got? Jeez, because we wasted so much time with our stupid uh, thing. <laughs> Uh, Unconventional warfare. We described the resistance movement engaging in unconventional warfare. Others have called it terrorism. So which is it? Both types of engagement belong to a group of operational strategies known as irregular warfare. Uh, Irregular warfare is a violent struggle among state and non-state actors for legitimacy and influence over the relevant population. This umbrella term describes uh, several um, types of unique warfare, including, but not limited to, unconventional warfare, terrorism, narco-trafficking, psychological operations, information operations, and transnational criminal activities that we have seen busted up recently. Terrorism generally manifests as an act or a series of acts always uh, involves force and violence. A lot of this you guys are well aware of. Let's see. Organizations operating in the battle space. We have violent NIS ally groups such as Antifa groups, anarchist groups, Black Lives Matter networks and chapters, New Black Panther Party, it's uh, self-defense militia. Various black militias, the Nation of Islam groups, sovereign citizen groups, Islamic jihadi extremists, eco terrorists, Earth Liberation Front, pro choice extremists, Canadian extremists, unknown groups, and a single issue extremist. I want to be able to get married to my uh, stepson. That's a single issue extremist, for instance. Violent groups in the vicinity of protest are white supremacist groups, local self-defense militias, criminal organizations and individuals, vandals and gangs, armed self-defense organizations such as private security firms and guards, hmm. uh, armed neighborhood defense groups, armed business owners, armed homeowners, armed citizens with concealed carry permits. <laughs> there you go. That gives you an idea of how to defend yourself. Yep. All right, the North American Insurgency Syndicate Organization is uh, the organizational structure. At the tactical level, these revolutionary groups, are, uh, most of them are self-organizing. They are loosely and temporarily united in, in a syndicate to wage unconventional warfare against the United States. They share a common goal, destruction of the government. Um, let's see here. Let me, let me move ahead some here. Insurrection playbook uh, shows here occurring now in the United States, a series of... Uh, of how that escalates. It's the Communist Revolutionary Playbook. Uh, Let's see, the targets of people that they are targeting, the youth academia, worker unions, Democrat Party, local elected officials, military police, government workers, the mainstream media and social media platforms, uh, all um, designed to be affected at the same time by these groups. Like I said, a very highly coordinated uh, you know, effort that we're seeing happen right now. Let's see. Uh, Below is an example of a downloadable PVDF used to, uh, as a paste up poster to provide black block uniform wear and tactical vi- advice, what to wear, how to, how to wear it, how to, how to uh, act, plan your exit, keep it quiet. Don't ever snitch. <laughs> and they also have direct support elements and the auxiliary and the underground elements. They have uh, uh, social media platforms as their main weapon as part of the color revolution. The insurrection and violence that they use are different, uh, as we've seen, from boomerangs to beanbags to nunchucks to fireworks to lasers and knives and box cutters and power tools, uh, paint guns, uh, you know, urine balloons. They go everywhere they can. Uh, ask Andy No. <laughs> He's been pit by most of them. Uh, they have uniforms and protective gear. Uh, They have symbology and flags as well, as you can see here, this Antifa flag. If you go back to the German uh, Antifa or German counter-revolutionary movement back in the day, you'll find that there. That's not a coincidence. Uh, You'll see some other uh, flags such as these in the Nation of Islam and the Black Panther Party, the Black Lives Matter movement, as well as M4BL. Uh, Obviously, the Muslim Brotherhood and Jihadists are involved as well, which is why we have been talking about infiltration at the border Uh, let's see here. Let's scroll through this a little bit more and see what else we can get done in two minutes we'll get Joe's news blitz. I got a whole news blitz I'm going to do after the top of the hour. Then we'll take your guys' calls and I'm going to be able to post this somewhere, uh, somehow, some way. I'm going to figure out how to share a link for this for you guys. And I highly recommend you grab it and read it and study it and do whatever you can to, uh, prepare yourself for what is likely going to be coming. Um, it goes through what you need to keep for bug-out bags, what you need to keep for short periods of times, how to prepare for emergencies away from home and near home, uh, action plans to be put in place for you and your family to have to say, if this happens, this is a trigger event, we must all meet here, no exceptions, and meet here within a certain period of time. Otherwise, we come looking for you, or we move on. We leave you behind. Have a plan in place. Have ways of have amateur uh, ham radios ready, citizen band radios, Uh, Baofeng radios such as this one, get certified on it. Learn how to use it for an emergency to at least be able to stay in contact with people. Have smaller uh, Midland uh, walkie-talkies that you can use so that you can always keep in comms with people within a couple-mile range, things like that. You can also step up to GMRS and uh, longer-range shortwave radio sections as well. Chapter 4, how to... How you can help, a call to action. Um, and we've been talking about that pretty much every day. General Flynn, Sidney Powell have been talking about it. So we I think those of us on this channel that are listening right now are well aware of what we can do. We're trying to do whatever we can to help. Um, that's for sure. If you're here listening to the show, That's why you're here. In conclusion, if we do nothing when our republic is under attack, then we abdicate our responsibility as citizens, as patriots. If we allow ourselves to be canceled, to be silenced, or to be scared, to be subdued, or in compliance, we fail in our duty to the nation. If we do nothing, then we help the NAIS. This country is under attack from a determined collection of well-funded and politically supported revolutionary groups. They are growing in size, scope, and intensity. They are waging an unconventional campaign of sedition against the United States of America. The republic is in danger. Get involved. Do something. That, my friends, is a very important book that I highly recommend you guys find one way or another. If I can't get it to you... Send me an email. It is called Insurrection and Violence, a Citizen's Guide. It has been put out there by, again, I'll say this for you again so you can search for this on your own if you so choose, Unconstrained Analytics. Unconstrained Analytics. You can find their website, unconstrainedanalytics.org. I'm assuming you can find that study there. If you can't, get a hold of me, and I'll find a way to get it to you. Very good information there, Joe, that I felt like it was worth spending a little bit of time on today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's uh, asking for the link and how they can get a hold of it. Uh, just absolutely spot on, everything in there, and you skipped some too. So a lot of great information packed in that little pamphlet.
1: Yes, indeed. And stuff. since it's a PDF, i got to find a way to make it into a link. So I will work on that um, behind the scenes. If somebody knows how to do that to where I can share that with people, let me know. Otherwise, I'll find another way to uh, get it to you guys. Just send me an email, at com or go to the website unconstrainedanalytics.org. All right, uh, with that, Joe, i got about 20 articles up for the second half. We're going to cover some of those. We're going to get to some of your guys' calls. In the meantime, we're going to get to Joe's rapid-fire segment. Stand by for that. And then at the top of the hour, we'll take your guys some of your guys' calls after I get through some other topics that I think you guys need to hear about. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Sorry about the problems early. Uh, it is what it is. That's what I get for trying to upgrade the stream. Uh, the stream. Well, with that, let me get rapid fire in here, and then we'll get Joe's uh, at the top, at the other end of this.
0: Good fire. Joel, what do you got for us today, bro? All right, man. Let me just try to get through this real quick. Just a few things I wanted to cover. This is super important. Kamala Harris has finally visited Guatemala and Mexico, though they still hasn't found her way down to the southern border by the U.S. Luckily, though, it doesn't look like she'll have to, as uh, she single-handedly solved the border crisis already. Harris arrived in Mexico today and began cackling, causing immigrants, caravans to scatter and return home. The, immig- the immigration crisis and our domestic problems are very serious here, said Mexican President uh, Obrador. It's a real problem, and we need to figure it out how to solve it. Harris responded, as she does uh, to all serious issues, by cackling like a maniac. <laughs> she said, causing the president to draw back in terror. The upshot was that. The upshot was that all the immigrants streaming by towards the U.S. border also heard her cackle and ran for their lives. (laughs) Oh, my God. I started reading this by the Babylon Bee, and I had to share You fat-bearded bitch! (laughs) Oh, problem solved. All you had to hear was Kamala cackle. Uh, WND, shocking claim. Anonymous remote login impacted election system after vote done. Wait again. This is just coming out. We were told this was human error. All lies. This is fraud. A lawyer who has begun fighting for the uh, accurate review of the 2020 presidential presidential election results in Atrium County, Michigan, went on social media this week to charge the electric election system that there was uh, it was accessed by anonymous user remotely days after the election. That's Matthew DePerno, who's been doing amazing work in Michigan, amongst others. So that's information still coming out. Huge stuff going on there. Man. <laughs> ah, man. Uh, Senate's latest attempt at the gun control deal falls apart. Uh, but Democrat uh, Chris Murphy from Connecticut said he's still hoped for, for a compromise with the GOP. So we've kind of talked about how they're not going to get much done as far as gun laws uh, go. And this is probably, um, in my opinion, another good a good for the, uh, you know, us guys that want to carry. Um, but interesting that this is still going on back and forth, kind of see how that, uh, transpires. Newsmax global web outage hits major outlets. And I know we talked about this, but I didn't know the extent. I didn't know that Hulu, Amazon target, um, and CNN, New York times, BBC, the guardian, tons and tons of places were hit yesterday. um, pinterest hulu hbo Mac, max spotify just all kinds of companies went down so interesting to see uh all those big companies being hit with the web outage interesting nonetheless yeah we've been
1: talking about that hack award. it's definitely heating up i mean it's amazing that no one's even
0: really talking about how serious this could get it's i don't know exactly zero hedge dropped this today uh, former L Brand CEO and well-known Epstein pal, Les Wexner, Wexner sold, has sold about $500 million in stocks this year. Wow. Uh, just unbelievable. Um, L Brands is the parent company of Victoria's Secret, for those of you who didn't know. Um, so Wexner re- revealed that he sold 327 million shares of that, but a total of 500 million that he's offloaded. wonder why he's getting rid of all that. Yeah, this good question. Out, of y- out of Yahoo news surprised the shit out of me because I really don't follow Yahoo, but Bill Gates owns massive parcels of farmland. It's not part of his plan to save the planet. April Glazer. And is it Michaela Muscafo? Uh, this is super interesting read guys. I was so surprised. They, uh, they own the soil where the potatoes and McDonald's French fries grows the carrots from the world's largest producer and the onions that Americans saute every night for dinner but they're far better known for their work in tech and trying to save the climate. Bill and Melinda Gates who recently announced that they're getting divorced and dividing their assets are deeply invested in American agriculture. We've talked about this a lot. The billionaire couple in less than a decade have accumulated more than 269 million or 269,000 acres of farmland across 18 states It's unbelievable. More than the entire acreage of New York city. Um, we, (laughs) this, this is kind of scary. If you think about it, um, the, they, they range from 70,000 acres in North Louisiana, uh, where they farm grow and grow soybeans, corn, cotton, and rice, 20,000 acres in Nebraska, uh, where the farmers grow soybeans. They, uh, later bought and sold 6,000 acres in Georgia. Um, just on and on and on guys. Pretty unbelievable, but at the same time, not really because Bill Gates, China, I mean, that's what they've been trying to do is buy up every single thing they can in the United States. This was super interesting on the FCCED, the financial crime news. Mahatma Gandhi's great-granddaughter gets seven years in prison for fraud in South Africa. Uh, super interesting. This is the 56-year-old great-granddaughter of uh, Gandhi, Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi uh, has been jailed for seven years. Um, this is the great granddaughter and, uh, she was sentenced in court after she found guilty in the fraud case, $6.2 million of allegedly clearing important custom duties for non-existent consignment from India. So very interesting, man. The FCC ED has dropped all kinds of huge bombs. Again, I talked about it yesterday and, uh, make sure you're checking them out. Just a good news story, uh, from the Marines, U S Marine, uh, Saves local residents' life. This is in Okinawa, Japan. On the morning of April 4th, uh, Corporal, uh, our Marine Corps Corporal Dominic uh, Bonner, quickly rushed to the aid of a local resident who was lying on the ground unresponsive. Bonner, a native of Parksville, Maryland, was enjoying breakfast at a restaurant to celebrate his wife's birthday when he made aware of a restaurant employee who required medical attention. After entering the kitchen area and locating the man lying motionless without a pulse, Bonner laid the man on his back and began chest compressions, taking over for a fatigued employee. Bonner continued to provide life-saving aid for the next 10 minutes, sustained the man's life until uh, relieved by Japanese paramedics who evacuated the man to the medical, uh, local medical facility. I did what any Marine would have done, said Bonner, a chemical, biological, radiological and nuclear defense specialist with the first Amer- uh, first Marine American wing or aircraft wing. It's all about looking out for our fellow brothers and sisters of mankind. He needed help, and there was no way I was going to stand back and watch him, die," Bonner said. Just an unbelievable story from this guy, and I had to kind of highlight that. TikTok Global Ops Chief is former Chinese Communist Party diplomat. I mean, this is from the National Pulse. Natalie Winter, straight up just says that we've talked about TikTok. Make sure you get rid of TikTok on, TikTok on your phone. Um, do not have it on there. Uh, t- is it Tamer Tang identifies himself as TikTok's Global Operations Manager, a position he's held since August 2008 on LinkedIn. He was previously a direct employee of the CCP serving as an attache at China's Egyptian embassy from 2015 to 2018 and the secretary at the Regime's Ministry of Tourism and Culture from 14 to 2015. So we've talked about this. um, (laughs) Whatever you do, delete TikTok from your phone. Corey's digs last one, and uh, then back to you, brother. Corey's digs, as per usual. If you guys haven't had a chance to check out the Fauci emails, this is amazing. This was dropped two days ago. Health and science: the floodgate is open on Fauci's emails, and she has this shit sourced. She has it separated. Um, This is truly amazing how she uh, goes about—very detail-oriented. So, if you haven't had a chance to check out each email, this is a
2: huge.
0: I don't even know how many pages, but look guys on and on and on everything sourced. Um, she does an amazing job. If you're not following Corey's digs, go check out that article and many others that she does and she does amazing work. That's all I got for you today, brother. Back to you.
1: Good stuff, bro. Appreciate it. I wanted to announce over on Twitch and I forgot earlier that we have uh, now have been able to get you guys to subscribe and I see we got a pretty good crowd over there on Twitch today. Appreciate you guys joining us today. If you guys are new to the channel, give us a chance. Hank, come hang out with us a couple hours a day. You're gonna find some very interesting information that I think is important for you guys. And if you uh, if you give us a little bit of trust, I think you'll appreciate it. So Chris and Jane and uh, let's see who else is over there. Uh, some lurkers. Kind of ketchup was over there earlier. Johnny B. Uh, appreciate you guys. If you want, uh, you can help support uh, the channel through. That subscribe button, and we're going to have other things that we're going to be adding uh, to Twitch as well. I reached out to DLive and said, what the fuck? <laughs> right? And uh, they were like, uh, too fucking bad. And I'm like, all right, well, psh. so I don't know if we're going to be able to get back uh, our our rating on DLive, but whatever. Uh, it is what it is. Just go to the app. Hey, UK Patriot, good to see you out there. Just go to the Foxhole.app, and then you can help support us through there. Twenty six, twenty eight gold pills today. And you saw it here, the old-timer. Man, I was going through all my, uh, my old-time finances. Speaking of someone who's been supporting the channel for a long time, you saw it here, appreciate you very much. Thank you for you and the rest of you who have been with me for a very long time since before I had Joe by my side. Man, it's good to have him here now, though. But first, got to take a minute and a half break. Delete the Elite. No, let's not play that one. Let's play the Rise of Tire, Check out Rise of Tire, when you get a moment and put in discount code ABEWAVE A-B-E-W-A-V-E you'll get some uh, 10% discount get some awesome gear help support us help support Rise Attire, who is a great organization a U.S. organization U.S. made goods minute and a half of your time some more content for you I got to get to and then some of your calls stand by
3: we've reached a pivotal moment in the great awakening culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago but now we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to clown world. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top-shelf, cut-and-sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil-free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system go to risetireusa.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise Proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code AbeWay for 10% off your first purchase. Yeah, do that. Do
1: it. <laughs> I'm tired of repeating myself. Do what they just said. Go to risetireusa.com. <laughs> Such an asshole. i <laughs> <laughs> make it easy on me, will you? Oh, yeah, do it, do that. Go to Rise USA <laughs> Prayers up. Everyone stay a prayer for Diddy Style and his wife. Hopefully they come through that okay. And uh, yeah, that's that's what we that's how we do it. That's how we do it. So that's how we gotta do it. All right, ma'am. I have some stuff that you guys need to see. So allow me to uh grab your attention for a little bit here, uh if you don't mind, and I need to show you first I need to show Joe. Then I need to show you there we go. Okay. Well, oh, well, you came right off the bat, perfect. <laughs> None of them heard that, Joe. All right.
0: I just wrote it on my calendar.
1: <laughs> Thread, <laughs> Black Rock. <clears throat> Joe talked about. Um... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Don't tr- don't trend on me. My my bad. Oh jeez, I'm I'm out of uh, out of whack today, guys. Apologize. Joe talked about uh, Bill Gates buying up land. We've talked before about other people buying up land, China buying up land. Well, guess who else isn't going to be left out of the game? None other than BlackRock. We've talked a bunch about them, how they are basically part of the global powers that be in some way. We don't know exactly how, but they're, I'll tell you what, there's a hell of a lot of money that moves to BlackRock to uh, nation building and other things. So there's some key thing going on there with BlackRock uh that has links to the powers that be the 13 families whoever the hell they are <laughs> these very, very mysterious people blackrock is there every freaking time uh blackrock was involved in some ways with uh what happened with MH13 if you look at if you look into the money trails somehow blackrock pops up uh blackrock pops up with the uh crash of MH173 where don't forget, MH13 had all the AIDS researchers on it. MH173 had all the Motorola patent executives and others on it for communications. And if you look back at and that, BlackRock comes up and the money flows there too. It's funny how that works. Just follow the money on those. Mark my words, you'll find them. Well, BlackRock is buying every single family home they can find now, paying 20 to 50% above the asking price, and outbidding normal home buyers, Why are corporations, pending pension funds, and property investment groups buying entire neighborhoods out from under the middle class? Let's take a look. Homes are popping up on MLS and going under contract within a few hours. BlackRock, among others, are buying up thousands of new homes and entire neighborhoods. Who's BlackRock? Only the world's largest asset manager and the leading proponent of the Great Reset. They're looking to redistribute, get this, $120 trillion. The entire wealth of the world's middle class and poor combined several times over. Here is a oilprice.com, uh, the Great Reset. BlackRock is fueling $120 trillion transformation on Wall Street. As an example, 124. trillion. A uh, new home neighborhood was bought in its entirety in Texas. Average Americans were outbid to a tune of thirty-two million dollars. Homes sold at an average uh if uh homes sold at an average if twenty percent above listing. Now the entire neighborhood is make up made up of SFRs. What's an SFR? Single family rental. Hmm. Funny how that works. Now your potential lower to middle class homeowner is Positioned to be a permanent renter. This matters because for the lower and middle class owning a home, it is is the most major part of any financial success and the future of upward mobility. This is wealth redistribution, and it ain't rich people's wealth that's getting redistributed. It's normal American middle class, salt of the earth, wealth-heading, Uh, salt of the earth wealth heading into the hands of the world's most powerful entities and individuals, the traditional finance vehicle gone forever. Home equity is the main financial element that middle-class families use to build up wealth, and BlackRock, a Federal Reserve-funded financial institution, is buying up all of the houses to make sure that young families can't build wealth. That's right, the Federal Reserve-funded financial institute. Let's let that sink in for a minute. They're using your tax dollars to fuck over the lower and middle class, and it's permanent. Not one presidential administration of, of, not one press administration of bullshit. This is a fundamental reorganization of society. So where does this position the average American in 30 years when it's a given that every new neighborhood is to be bought up whole so they can be utilized as single-family rentals? It positions them as peasants. Being poor can be a temporary condition bettered by upward mobility. In the United States and other nations, home ownership is the, often the first and most vital step. This can provide for generational wealth and success, but as permanent guaranteed renters, you're pissing away a lifetime of equity and a chance of mobility. You just became a peasant. The Great Reset is real. It is happening. This is the greatest transfer of wealth and the greatest consolidation of power in the history of mankind. If they get away with it, revolution will be the only cure. It will be awful. Wake up, get active, and stop this now. This is warfare. Make no doubt about it. Lloyd's Bank in London is doing it and is is every great financial institute across the world. It must be stopped. It's a greater threat than the slow creep of communism, Black Lives Matter, or anything else you can think of. Combined, it's a death stroke. BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street control uh, twenty trillion dollars worth of assets. BlackRock alone has a ten billion dollar a year surplus. That means with five to twenty percent down, they can get mortgages on. One hundred and thirty-seven, one hundred thirty to $170,000 homes every year, or they can outright buy 30,000 homes per year, just BlackRock alone. Now imagine every major institute doing this because they are. It can be such a fast sweeping action that 30 years may be overshooting it. They may accomplish feudalism in 15 years. People will say they, they can't just piss away money by buying tens of thousands of, of houses that are all at a loss. Wrong. You and I can't do that. But the Federal Reserve-backed entities are financed by an endless stream of freshly created fiat money. And what's the global reserve currency? Oh, yeah, green funny money. Or you may ask, suppose the banks won't finance new housing, or but companies are buying them for way above asking price. Can it last? Well, the banks are controlled by, in bed with, the same cabal buying everything up. You think this will be corrected by market forces when it's a financial and political pincher movement pushed by the same cabal that stole the 2020 election and hid the COVID truth? We are fucked. We, we, in short, in conclusion, we're fucked. Yep. Now, if you guys remember, I've mentioned this several times. Rahm Emanuel did a, did a, a progressive conference with, uh, I think it was Bloomberg or one of those scumbag uh, agencies out there. He flat out said that in order for our goals to be achieved, we must drive a wedge in the middle class. You're watching all these shortages happen. You're watching housing being bought up. You're watching oil shortages, gas shortages, uh, you know, basic material shortages, attacks on the infrastructure of our of our food systems. Is everybody seeing what's happening out there? Because there's a lot of people that don't believe this is a coordinated attack against the United States and we're at war Joe. I can, what more can you do to wake somebody up? If you're new to the channel, I'm not I'm not just raising the I'm not just raising my voice for the hell of it. I'm fucking trying to be Paul Revere here and I got a bunch of meatheads over here going, "Well, I don't I don't think this is coordinated in any way. This is just societal flaws." Mr. Know-it-all, you're fucking clueless
0: yeah uh tons to talk about there honestly um you know and and just kind of the whole theme for the show really um it, it's it's that silent war uh, you know that that silent war that I think Trump's talked about in addition to you know the the virus but uh this silent war that's been ongoing for a long time um it's 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 on it's going it's we're in it it's happening. It's all around us. Look around. Why do you think we've been screaming to get involved in any way possible? Um, because that's the only way that we're going to take this back is from the ground up. Yes. Yes. It's going to help to have, you know, uh, a Donald Trump in office as our president. Yes. It's going to help to get, uh, you know, the right people in the Supreme court and uh, the, the the Senate, the the house, all that is, is super important. But again, if we don't fix a lot of the stuff that we're talking about from the bottom up, it's never going to change. And we're going to be constantly going over the same book over and over again, the same playbook, the same BS, uh, that we're shoved in our faces for a hundred years, if not more. Um, so yeah, (laughs) grab, grab yourself by the bootstraps and be prepared for whatever. (laughs)
1: Jedi heard her meatheads from across the room. Hello, you fucking idiots. Well, the, don't you can't tell these people anything. They got the whole fucking world figured out. They their whole lives. They got everything figured out. You can't you can't possibly learn anything from a meathead like me that's on your on your uh, podcast screen or or on a uh, alternate platform. Because why? They want to shut me up and the rest of us. Why? Because that's how you control the information and manipulate the population, which is what we talked about earlier.
0: Got to clear the deck. You're damn right. Uh, Jedi healer, just clear it, clear the deck from the bottom up.
1: What's the next step that they do in in history? What did Mao do in history? What did uh, what did uh, um, Stalin do in history? Well, they 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 don't allow you to defend yourself, right? We've talked, Joe, and I have talked quite a bit about the gun legislation and why I'm not too worried about where it's gonna go because I see challenges to Heller versus D.C. coming down the pike. Well, guess what? <laughs> There's a little more to that story that happened on Friday where uh, the 5th, 6th Circuit, whatever it was out in California, ruled uh, that Heller is basically unconstitutional. Joe, I got a couple articles I need to get to on this front. Check this shit out. There's a little more to this story than meets the eye. Legislature, legislature passes law to hold gun manufacturers liable for illegal use. Do you think that they're going to go after your guns? Are they going to go after the manufacturers? Are they going to go after the the, uh, the, the the suppliers of ammo? What are they going to do to stop it? Well, they're going every angle to stop it. They'll keep telling you that they're not going to go after your guns, but they're going to make it impossible for you to get ammo or primers or, I don't know, The whole gun manufacturer is liable for someone that shot somebody, which is unconstitutional. But this is what New York just did. It's a, it's not hyperbole from me. They're telling us what they're going to do. They want to stop us from owning guns. They, every chance they get, they go after them. But they don't. what they're not going to. We're not going to take your guns. That's just that's just ridiculous. Right wing, far right wing, uh, hyper hyperbole. That's just out of control. No, every chance they get in power, they do it. Listen to them. <laughs> believe them. Believe them when they tell you. A bill that would allow lawsuits against gun manufacturers and dealers whose weapons enter the criminal market is heading for Governor Cuomo's desk. Uh, Assemblyman Democrat from Albany and Democrat from Brooklyn, both useful idiots in their own right. First in the nation legislation passed by the Senate in New York last week. Unbelievable. They're going to they're gonna allow people to sue gun manufacturers. This will go up and be against the appeals court and be unconstitutional. Just ridiculous. What's next on the second amendment front. Well, the second ruling against California's assault weapon ban offers Supreme court, a chance to fix Heller. Hmm. Oh, please give me the day where DC versus Heller is marked as unconstitutional, which it is. Heller versus DC is an infringement on states' rights and therefore is unconstitutional. It should be repealed and it should go back to the previous rulings. It's unconstitutional at its core. This would give the Supreme Court the opportunity to correct its errors in DC versus Heller, which otherwise could be the basis for effectively nullifying the right to keep and bear arms. Hmm. Last week, Miller versus Bonta that Joe talked about, Judge Benitez struck down California's ban on so-called assault weapons, such the uh, uh, ubiquitous AR-15, as a violation of the right of individuals to keep and bear arms for the the militia purposes of a defense against tyranny, insurrection, and invasion, as well as for self-defense against more common uh, variety of criminals, such as MS-13 and others who are trying to come off from the border, Biden, Understanding the Second Amendment was not adopted to protect hobbies and recreation, Judge Benitez implicitly rejected the notion, suggested by some, that AR-15's semi-automatic variants of automatic M-16s used by armed forces are merely modern modern sporting rifles, instead concluding the AR-15 rifle is a perfect, perfect combination of a home defense weapon and a homeland defense weapon. Well, gee, doesn't that make sense? Somebody do a quick dig on me. Search uh, Judge Roger Benitez, B-E-N-I-T-E-Z. Who appointed Judge Roger Benitez? Is he a Trump appointee? I love this guy. (laughs) Although the Supreme Court pretended otherwise in District D.C. versus Heller, defense against tyranny, not merely against criminals, is the primary reason the keeping and bearing of arms is expressly protected within the Bill of Rights. For example, that every man be armed, constitutional scholar Stephen P. Hallbrook noted. Uh, we'll skip past that. The legal trail ahead is what I want to get George to.
0: George W. Bush appointed him in 2004. Bush appointed, huh? Interesting. In, in 2004.
1: Unbelievable. That's pretty interesting. California will appeal Judge Benitez's decision to the activist Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which has often used adverse Second Amendment rulings and might be expected to do so in this instance. Already, however, earlier decision overturning the gun ban by the district court of the Central District of California in Rump versus, versus Becerra that we talked about is pending in the Ninth Circuit. Yet another decision from J- Judge Benitez, Duncan versus Becerra, overturning California's ban on standard capacity ammunition, ammunition magazines common to AR-15s, comparable rifles, and countless semi-automatic pistols, has been upheld by a three-judge panel at the Ninth Circuit and is pending an N-Bank review for appeal. It's. Wouldn't it be great if watching California means... They strengthen gun rights for Americans permanently. (laughs) So there's a lot more legally in this, but um, I wanted you guys to have a source of the legal uh, arguments coming on why I feel confident in our gun rights going forward because they're not going to be able to stop it once this stuff goes through. Um, Man, another article from the Federalist. Don't tired. believe leftist lies about a federal judge's end of California's a gun ban. Margot Cleveland I, that dissects the media lies around this. Judge Benitez's opinion provides a perfect primer for Americans seeking to understand the law and the gun fallacies the leftists push. Another great article to help um if you if you're kind of weak on your gun debate stuff. Two articles right there that'll that'll catch you up with the quickness. Grab those if you get time. Internet out, outage affects world, world, worldwide sites. Joe covered that already. We're going to take your calls here. Stand by. Go ahead and, and hop in, if, in there if you want to call in. If there was anything that I missed, go ahead and we'll get your guys' calls. Meanwhile, I'm going to get a couple other things covered here. Why I need an AR-15. I really wanted to read this. Should I stop and read this for a minute? <laughs>
0: yeah, take a minute.
1: <laughs> go ahead. All right, why I need an AR-15. A man disarmed by his government is not a citizen. He is a subject. Just look up the playbook of Mao. Look up the playbook of Stalin. See what they do. They go after the guns first. I don't need an AR-15 for hunting. It's not even legal to take a deer with one in my state. The caliber is too small. I don't need an AR-15 for self-defense. Although I'd want one if someone broke into my house and I certainly don't just need one just because it's a beautiful piece of engineering. I need an AR-15 because the government doesn't want me to have one. Governments hate private weapons and always have hated them. In Europe, traditionally, only gentlemen, that is originally knights, were allowed to carry a sword. In Japan, the samurai's right to carry his sword came along with his right to kill any commoner who offended him. <laughs> In Soviet Russia, private weapons were illegal, as they still are in China. And when Hitler's Germany swept through Holland, Belgium, and France in 1940, they put up notices giving the locals 48 hours to hand over private firearms or face, face death by firing squad. Each When England prepared to defend herself against the, a threatened Nazi invasion the Home Guard was armed in part with private weapons as well by rifles donated by Americans who were the only people in the world with guns to spare. These were among the weapons confiscated and destroyed when Britain banned firearms in 1997. Interesting. There are only two forms of government. One where the people are afraid of their government and one where the government is afraid of the people. Whoever, the, wh- whoever has the weapons is the ruling class. And there is only one case in all of history, only in America, that the ruling class has actually been the common man. Controlling guns means you control the people. Our federal government has been trying to undo this remarkable fact for at least the last hundred years. The first serious blow came in 1934, justifies by the rise of organized crime at the time. As I outlined in a recent piece on plea bargains, organized crime was a midway point. The cascade of unintended consequences from prohibition. Gee, isn't that funny how it works? Organized crime is the ones who who created gun bans in America. Hmm. The same leftist groups who are trying to disarm us. Funny how that works. The government th- thought the best way to keep machine guns, short rifles, and silencers out of the hands of the mafia would be to make a national registry and require anyone buying one of these firearms to pay a $200 tax. It may come as a shock, the organized crime largely ignored the new registration requirements and neither were they uh, punctual in the matter of paying taxes for law-abiding citizens in 1934 however the average annual income was $1600 The National Firearms Act had pr- had the practical effect of restricting ownership of certain weapons to the wealthy the government and the criminals huh When viewed from the standpoint of limiting crime, the Firearms Act is patently ludicrous, requiring criminals to register and pay taxes on weapons with which they are about to commit murder or else forcing them to acquire these weapons illegally is crazy. When viewed from the standpoint of controlling people, however, the National Firearms Act makes perfect sense. Every action taken by the federal government has one purpose in mind to protect the government from its citizens by transferring power from citizens to the government. It's a striking and horrifying fact that in this eternal quest, criminals and the government are in perfect alignment. That's because the criminals are the government. (laughs) Criminal acts of a certain magnitude are necessary in order to make emergency government measures plausible. Straight from the Marxist playbook again. Yep. Criminals are exempt. Just look at Chicago. Joe does a report every Monday in Chicago, the most restrictive gun rights uh, city in the nation. Plenty of criminals getting out of jail daily after shooting somebody because they didn't kill them. You kill them then I think you stay in, in jail a little bit longer. But the government nevertheless creates a crisis just trying to replace the word crisis with crime. To get an accurate picture of history of gun control, it's a twisted quid pro quo. The government has protected professional criminals from the laws it passes in answer to their crimes. Funny how that works. If you have any doubt on this score, the 1968 Supreme Court ruling confirmed that felons are exempt from registration under the National Firearms Act. And this is not a joke. Citing the Fifth Amendment's protection against self-incrimination, the court ruled in Haynes v. United States that only non-criminals were required to register NFA weapons and pay the tax. <laughs> okay. Boy, that makes a shit ton of sense right there. There's our government for you right in a, in a synopsis. Mm-hmm. The government's legal gymnastics and lies concerning firearms laws are staggering. In 1939, the government argued in court that short-barreled shotguns could be regulated because such guns are not military weapons. The only military weapons uh, and only military weapons are protected by the Second Amendment. The NFA, then, they explained, was purely a revenue measure conducted by the U.S. Treasury. It's uh, just a tax argument. Uh Uh-huh. Where have we heard that before? The Supreme Court, of course, agreed that it's a tax. And that's the that's where the foundation of Obamacare came from, by the way. But in 1968, the federal government banned importing military weapons on the ground that the Second Amendment only protects with a sporting purpose. The Supreme Court agreed with that as well. In 1986, the government banned the manufacture of fully automatic and select fire weapons. And since... The only way to get one of these guns today is to buy one made and registered before 1986. A full auto equivalent of the AR-15 will now cost you around $50,000. So unless you're a wealthy person or a member of the police who can buy a new one for what is actually worth around $1,000, you can forget it. They're not going after our guns directly. They're going after who can own them. The last resort exists. The real problem is that a government with a monopoly on force might do anything. They might respond to your homeschooling plan by confiscating your children, as happened in Germany. They might jail you for making an offensive joke on Facebook, as happened in Britain. They might use a pandemic to force you to close your business indefinitely, as happened in New York. A man disarmed by his government is not a citizen. He is a subject. The individual Americans' uh, best friends uh, in this fight are those states and counties that refuse to implement unconstitutional federal laws. Montana started the ball rolling in 2009 with its Firearms Freedom Act. Numerous other states subsequently passed similar laws. These laws, of course, were ruled out of order by the federal government, but it ultimately remains up to the states to insist that the federal government is operating outside of its authority. The question regarding dangerous weapons is not whether it's safe for citizens to own them, but whether or why we might consider it safe for the government to own them. (laughs) When the FBI descended on Waco, they managed to kill more people in one day than the most prolific serial killer they ever caught had killed in his whole career. The Branch Davidians at Waco were actually gun dealers and were well-armed, but of course the FBI brought a tank. The FBI should not have had a tank to bring. Well, that's probably because it wasn't actually the FBI. It was actually paramilitary operating on U.S. soil. Have you heard that one before? The current administration in Washington, D.C. is not elected and is not legitimate. As if confirming this fact, they surrounded themselves with barbed wire and soldiers carrying machine guns. In doing so, they implicitly acknowledged the danger posed to them by an armed and angry population. And AR-15 is not just a tool of last resort. It's a declaration that the last resort exists, a reminder that there are outer limits to abuse of power. Great article by Daniel Jelaniter. Jelaniter? That guy right there. Grab this article, share it far and wide, and let it be known. That you're not going to allow this to happen either. All right. I got through a lot of stuff here today, Joe, and I still have a lot more, but I want to hand it over to you to see what you're seeing happening out there and see what's going on, bro.
0: Yeah. Lots of gold pills coming in. Filter Dog, Bacon and Boobs. Woohoo. <laughs> Sly Park 2020. Thank you for the phone. Dolphin 72. Uh, got some more to give away. Appreciate it. Uh, again, doll fan. Jay Bell with 1776 Gold Pills. Cherokee, appreciate you. We we appreciate you too. Thank you for being here, Cherokee. I believe that's how it's said. Uh, lots of good comments out there. Everybody loving this uh, information. Uh, lots to get through, but we're trying to just scoot, scoot through it as fast as possible, guys. I don't know if we have any callers in waiting. If you want to check that out real quick. I uh, appreciate they, y'all being here today. The fam
1: out there is listening. Uh, so I appreciate you guys. I still have more. Should I keep going, Joe?
0: Well, I got let me share yeah, something real quick. Uh actually, this was Navy Vet. If you're still out there listening, I did see you uh throw this out there. This is the Daily Expose. New evidence submitted in courts and potential criminal prosecution of Matt Hancock and friends for COVID fraud. Let me try. Can I open this up and make this a little bigger? there we go all right so on uh on 19th of march papers of 2021 papers were laid electronically by the people's union of britain at westminster magistrates court in a momentous criminal prosecution against matt hancock chris whitey uh patrick valence and neil ferguson for covid fraud on the 26th of march the three cases were received for uh and signed by the court the pub Uh, were then informed by Westminster's magistrates that the papers were being checked by the uh, court's legal department and that they would be notified on the case's progression in due course. However, a few weeks later, the team received an email from the Westminster court letting them know that the case has been passed to the deputy chief magistrate for consideration and his decision was enclosed in an attachment. So super interesting information coming out. (laughs) This picture kind of says it all. Everyone's pointing fingers at everybody else. But uh, good stuff. I just wanted to share that real quick since Navy Vat shared that with us.
1: Yeah, good stuff for sure, man. Let me check. People busy today. People just just listening and uh, just kind of hanging out. That's cool, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, if you're if you want more, I got more. L.A. Teachers Union reps endorse the BDS movement. Los Angeles Teen U- Teachers Union joins their brethren in San Francisco to denounce Israel. There you go. Just j- let the left tell you who they are. Anti semite, racist. That's who the left is. Yep. Was George Gascon elected by fraud? With a headline like that, you already know the answer. (laughs) It appears that the election of the Los Angeles County District Attorney. Who did we hear was going after district attorneys and helped to get those put into place? What was that, Joe? Uh, 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 Oh, the Soros family. That's right. Yep. Good old Soros. The election of Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon on November 3rd, was engulfed in substantial and perhaps irrefutable fraud. To determine this, I applied standard statistical fraud identification tools to the election data. In the race, Gascon, uh, previously district attorney of San Francisco, challenged Jack Lacey, the incumbent. Lacey, who held office for the prior eight years, is considered to have conducted her duties in a tough-on-crime manner, meaning she was, uh, you know, no reason to oust her. Began with publicly available uh, election report, and uh, the totals are here and and the evidence of uh, a difference in the vote tally of 260,000 votes.
0: Huh. Funny how that works. Cage Farmer. Sorry, dude. Real quick. Great info today 4,000 gold pills he just dropped. Thank you, Cage Farmer. God bless you, brother. Love you, Cage Farmer. plant patriot thank you for the cookie got my ears on everybody's listening to that booth booth says i'm weed eating so there's people just literally working around their house doing stuff around the yard just listening man good info today thanks guys butterfly
1: doesn't happen like there's no such thing as like butterfly like it doesn't really change elections and stuff so i don't (laughs) know why you're like you're so worried about it All just totally fake dude i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) grab that link and shove that down the throat of that meathead who said that Antrim County District Attorney uh, D. Pernod releases a bombshell report, claims uh, counting voting machines were remotely logged into and decertifying the entire Antrim County,
0: Michigan election. That's why I brought that up on the rapid fire, man. That, That literally is the fire right there, dude. Like, there's no such thing
1: as, like, you can't, like, they're not connected to, like, to the Internet. Like, you don't even understand the basis of how, like, this stuff works. You, it's not possible to get on the phone.
0: Blue eyes open. Thank you. Appreciate it. She says she's always listening doing something but doesn't have much time to chat. Leah Bird, good to see you out there.
1: CNN, like, told me this, and I don't know why you you don't believe CNN. Why a judge has Georgia vote fraud on, on his mind. Pristine Biden ballots that looked Xeroxed. <laughs> like, there's, there's really no, this is just a small incident where just a few votes have changed, man. And what I'm trying to tell you, dude, is that there's no real, real vote fraud in this world. So just stop talking about it,
0: okay? Exactly right. Signed Mark Zuckerberg. 23 Anon says he identifies as a samurai. There's no such thing. You, you don't even understand that. There's not elected. They're not put on. There's there's ballots
1: too, man. Jeez. White House press charter
0: plane delayed
1: by cicadas.
0: <laughs> Dude, did you see the video of the cicada flying into right into Biden? There is oh there God. is
1: some kind of uh, of. Um, Beautiful uh, thing happening in this world
0: when this happens. <laughs> by the way, cicadas only come out of the ground every seventeen years. Look it up. The White House press charter plane scheduled to
1: leave Washington on Tuesday evening ahead of Joe Biden's first trip abroad as president was delayed
0: by cicadas.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I see an admin. Someone's calling in, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys see the video? If you saw the video, put a one out there. But it was hilarious. <laughs> oh my
1: god! There, there's somebody in the spiritual war. I need to buy that person a beer. Whoever came up with this in the <laughs> spiritual battle was like, "Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, next time the plane tries to fly overseas, they're not gonna be able to because we're gonna we're gonna sick cicadas on them." <laughs> I, I want to buy a beer for whoever spiritual warrior came up with that yeah. one.
0: Whoever did that, you're getting some gold
1: pills. I'm telling you right now. Probably the probably tell the me. the founder of uh, Babylon P. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. A frequent flyer sues the CDC for unconstitutional transportation mask mandate. Fuck yes. I forgot to tell a story that I was kind of afraid to say, but I'm going to say it. So check this shit out, Joe. I got let me get Joe on the screen here. So I'm flying back, right? I missed my flight the first time, get there the second time, have to uh, have to fly out of Dallas on standby, which means you get to the friggin' airport and you wait for them to call your name and then you hop, hop, hop and or run and or crawl, do whatever you can to get to the gate as fast as you can. I get to the airport plenty early. I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna chill. I'm gonna go have some breakfast, have a smoke or two, chill, get in, bam, boom, done." While well, smart ass, uh, what's his ass G- gives me this, this lighter, right? Texas lighter shaped by a like a 30 mil or whatever or a 50k. I don't know what this is. I'm not. That's it's been a while. Leave me alone. Anyways, of course, TSA flags it. I said, it's a freaking lighter, dude. Can you speed it up a little bit? What'd you say? I said, I'm kind of in a hurry here. You're sitting you took him like 15, 20 minutes to go to the into the bag and go, Oh yeah, look at that. That's a pretty cool lighter. Da-da-da. Fucking morons. If you can scan it, you should be able to tell that there's lighter fluid in it. Moron. Anyways. You would think. That takes forever. As soon as I get out of there, get my shoes on, put my belt back on, p- pile up all my fucking bags on me to go for a fucking hump to the down to the down to get some breakfast and a, and a thing of water, right? Because I can't carry my own water in, because because yeah, I guess water could be explosive. We can't we can't find a way to look into a water bottle and say, yep, that's water. I mean, it's TSA is so fucking retarded, dude. Anyways, so you got you have to go buy their water or use their filtered, quote unquote, filtered clean water. And yeah, I'll pass on that shit too. So I get up the escalator, going into the terminal. Right, Alan Keelan, please report the terminal so and so immediately, or else you're going to miss your flight. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, right now. I had I had set plenty of time. So here's what I do. Right, hop on. I got all this extra clothes and stuff. Bolt my ass to the to the thing as fast as I could. Run like I don't know thirty feet because my shit's so heavy. Get that done. Come back. Get, finally get there. Get into the plane. I got my mask on. I'm all, I'm all freaking sweaty. The mask is covering me with sweat and everything because I ran the whole freaking way. I get to the to my seat, reach up to open up the thing to see if I can put my bag in there, and my mask falls down. And the lady goes, "Put your mask on, sir." I'm like, "You?" Uh, I looked at her like, "Uh, what?" I'm like, "You see that? It just fell down, and I'm I have my hand. Both of my hands are full, right?" So, anyways, that's where it started. Well, she kept. I kept fucking with her then. And finally, not really fucking with her, just not wearing it while I was eating and everyone else was eating. How long does a virus take to transfer from one person to another? Approximately zero seconds flat. Oh, well, let's let's all take our mask off and drink and eat and be merry and then worry about masks the rest of the fucking flight. It's so stupid, dude. It's it's the dumbest thing ever. So she comes back again and she's like... Sir, you need to put your mask on. This is the third time I've asked you. I'm not going to ask you again. And she's like a Black Lives Matter fucking curly haired freak. You know what I'm saying? Like the like the, the the racist on the left, the black bitch on the left that hates all white men because I guess somehow we're privileged because she's that stupid. This is who she is, right? I don't have to put up with racism. So what did I say? I said, "Ma'am, I can't breathe." She said, "What?" I said. Well, I can't breathe, and not in the George Floyd bullshit term can't breathe. I literally can't breathe with this mask on. Can you give me a second to catch a breath? She goes, what? Did you hear what he said? That's racist. We'll just call TSA and have him meet you at the at the gate and see what you think about that. I said, that's not racist. I just said I can't breathe. That's all. I'm just making an example.
0: Oh, she was <laughs> pissed. She didn't like that shit at all, dude. No, I bet, I bet not. I had the same issue on my flight home. Cause I didn't have the correct mask on and they hand me the mask. And of course it's made in fricking China. I'm like, Oh, thanks a lot for giving me the virus. Unreal. It's
1: so stupid, dude. It's just the dumbest shit ever. And we have to live in this stupid fucking world and deal with stupid fucking people who are exactly SPF on a fucking power trip. And I got to sit here and be demeaned by this dumb black bitch who fucking hates white men because she's been brainwashed by the society into believing that we're somehow privileged fucking morons you're talking about the stupidest people on the planet and i got to put up with this shit
0: trying to get from point a to point b no doubt no doubt 23 and 9 great impressions uh <laughs> gifted the can today doll fan 72 just because brothers with a thousand gold pills to net booth with a cookie thank you uh man i appreciate your guys's uh support very much so i did not know if we had any callers oh we do got a caller in there yeah i need Fantastic. to pull that off the screen real
1: quick before i uh before I share your number, 704, hit star six. It'll unmute you, and then let me know what your name is, and we'll get you on air. Star six, what's your name, please? Or 704, what's Seltzer
4: your name? Dog be? One.
1: Sorry, man. Say that again. Tilted Dog One. Filter dog one. Filter dog filter one. Dog What's one. up, brother? It's good to hear from you, man. Thanks for calling in today. Well, well first off, first
4: off, uh, just sorry about the the bacon and boobs. That was uh, from methods this
1: morning. Bacon Real and boobs. Meeting. Yes, you gotta you gotta love that discussion. What can be what can be oh, better? What can be worse? Can you get any better in life than bacon and boobs? No. Nope. Nah, man. It was like
4: three hours of it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was great, great cult meeting. Great cult meeting.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> gotta love anyway, it.
4: it anyway anyway it, it distracted a few people that was a a, a methods prank um hey i just wanted because this is like one of the first venues i've really been able to to talk about this but um probably been awakened about the vax for our vaccines i should say for over 40 years so in my family alone I had a little sister die right after she got vaccinated. Um, My daughter now has a um, autoimmune disease from the Gardasil vaccine. My father-in-law died a week after the jab. And now my daughter's father-in-law had a stroke while he was telling her he got the Johnson and Johnson. Wow. It's just, wow. I mean, it's just like, There, there's stuff going on. It's real. Um, I don't know, man, this is, it's absolutely insane. And they keep trying to censor the doctors um, that are trying to tell us the truth. Um, we're at war, man.
1: No doubt. 100%. And you know, I really wanted to bring that information for like the last couple of weeks, man, but there's been so much going on. So I've been holding that back on that. So kind of a I realized that I took up a lot of the show today, bro. But I, I think like if we put it out there in, in studies, put it out there in examples and say, look, this you're seeing this happen right in front of you. You cannot deny it, right? There are so many people in the chats that have been vaccine
4: injured. Um they've been awake for a while, you know? Um, like I said, I mean, in in 40 years, two people. And then here within the last couple months, um, I've got four or five I know. You know, um, got together with a group of guys for a 50th birthday uh, for one of my buds. And between 10 of us, we knew four people that had died. I mean, that's just, that's kind of insane.
0: Yeah, that's and way too lying close. to us. Way too close to I, home. Absolutely.
4: Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, that's all I had.
0: Oh, filter dog. I appreciate. I love you,
4: it. I love you guys, man. I love you guys. Um been trying to support you. Um you guys are doing great work. Uh so really really thank you.
1: Man, I appreciate it. And I I have noticed your support, man. I do appreciate it very much. I know you've been there for a long time. You've been listening, and supporting. And in the chat, I really appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot for calling and call back more often, man.
0: Yeah, definitely. filter. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Oh, man. And that's, you know, other people are saying the same thing. Amy, Joe, I've had several examples directly myself as well of uh, what Filter Dog was talking about. Great to hear his voice. I don't think he's called in before. I was going to ask him if that was the first time he called. But just absolutely love when you guys give input like that. We need to hear. We need to hear you. That's a as well what this uh, show is all about is you know having your voices heard too, absolutely.
3: O seven for
0: those of you who don't know O seven is like a salute basically.
1: Yes, indeed. O 0- seven is a salute. Uh, let's see. I had one more here, Joe. What do we got here? Anyone else calling in? No one. No one. Not too many calls today. All right, that's cool, man. That's cool, guys. A lot of you are have, have called in a lot, probably trying to give other people a chance, which is cool, too. So this also dropped today. I need to talk about this. There's a lot of stuff that I wanted to get to today. because you notice? Uh, let's see. IRS is investigating release of tax information of wealthy Americans. Dolphin in the house. We'll get Dolphin in here while I'm reading this. Nice. ProPublica published tax income details of people, including Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett. <laughs> huh. Federal authorities are investigating the release of wealthy Americans tax information. IRS commissioner uh, Reddick said, how about the release of my freaking tax return? Charles Reddick, you fucking asshole. Uh ProPublica, a nonprofit news organization, published details about the reported income and tax payments of several of the richest Americans, including Amazon.com chief Jeff Bezos, Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett. Taxpayer information is confidential, and there are potential criminal penalties for IRS employees or others who release such information. Mr. Reddick told lawmakers that there were internal and external investigations beginning with potential prosecutions to follow. I share the concerns of every American for sensitive and private nature of your information, and I never can protect it because I don't know how to protect shit. And the reality is I don't really want to protect it. I can give a flying fuck, and that's basically what he said.
0: That's it in a nutshell. No, this is me in a nutshell. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just, I have to correct their speech
1: every now and then because they seem to get it wrong so often. Dolphins <laughs> in the house, go ahead and unmute, brother. Tell me what's on your mind. Palladius, good to see you out there. Said, if, there's no, if you don't have uh, bacon or boobs, it truly is the blues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt. Dolphin72, what's up, brother? How are you? How are you guys doing today? Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Appreciate you calling in. Anything on your mind?
2: Yeah, I wanted to go back to what Abe was talking about with the gun issue. I've been saying this for years that they're going to sit there and say, oh, we're going to take their guns, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It's all a bunch of crap that they're putting out just for their base. But as far as going after the gun companies, that's how they're going to do it because they take away our ammo it's just that gun's useless without ammo.
1: Yeah, and we've been seeing them aggressively find ways to go after ammo. It's like Walmart not selling uh, any kind of ammo anymore. Dick's not selling ammo anymore. A bunch of other places. They go after the, 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 uh, the corporations themselves and force their policy. This is exactly what's happening in the color revolution. That's why it should be another key. That should be a sign for people. Right? That should be a flag, a red flag. Holy shit, there's an example of how they're they're using these tactics to go after corporations that are basically just trying to, you know, sell what people want to buy.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's ridiculous the way their side just goes, Oh my god, what do you and you know, we gotta do this and we gotta do that, just like them sitting there saying, Oh, we're gonna tax the rich. Like Anybody in their right mind thinks these people are gonna tax themselves. I mean, come on, if you think they're gonna tax themselves, it's never gonna happen. That's why I laugh when I hear these people, especially the younger groups, and they're going, Oh, we gotta vote for him because he's gonna tax the rich. I just start laughing and just like, yeah, hear it and walk away from them. Well,
1: you saw when there was a there was a, a murmur, the smallest murmur. Of, uh, of a corporate tax increase and Wall Street went ballistic and all of a sudden that talk went away with the quickness.
2: Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, what's really going to happen? I mean, think about it. What's really going to happen? You start taxing the rich, the rich are going to say, okay, screw you, I'll just move to another country.
1: Exactly. Good stuff, Dolphin. Appreciate you very much. Thanks for being a supporter of the channel, man. Appreciate you. I'm going to get to one last caller and then we're going to shut down the show for today. Appreciate you.
0: Appreciate doll fan right, 72. Much love, brother. Good man, stuff, Real, real quick, uh, oh, Nathendi, Nathendi, who's uh, been a great supporter of the channel, You have, re- and he says, uh, Average Joe, you've really grown and settled in nicely. You're rolling so good doing the show with Abe. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. And Glenn also asked. Uh, how my pool was doing. Uh, finally got everything all set up, everything all together. I got the canopies up. Uh, the kids uh, had three kids swimming in it earlier today. They just came in a few minutes ago from outside. So the pool is doing fantastic.
1: Diddy style announcing the baby has arrived. Yes. yes. The prayers have oh, come yeah. through. Congratulations to Diddy style on being a father. Let us just know if mom is okay, too. please.
0: Awesome. Diddy style 93. Congratulations. The baby girl is here. Look forward to uh, hearing that. Hopefully, mama and the baby are both doing good, and hopefully, we'll get a name soon. What a time uh, to uh, call in. The Texan is here as well, Diddy Style. What's up, Texan?
5: No doubt. Congratulations, Diddy Style, man. That's cool, dude. I talked to you over the past couple of days. I know uh, you're telling me that it was coming soon. Y'all figured within a week, and bam-o, here it is, buddy. Congratulations, man. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, y'all were talking about, Alan, you were talking about the airport, and uh, and uh, Joe was too. Uh, I saw that you got the, uh, the bullet, that I gave you the bullet ladder. How did y'all get those on the plane?
1: Man, I just told them about I, that? I kept it in the outside pocket, and then I meant to take it out and put it into the little uh, bucket they give you, you know? But I just yeah. kept it in the outside pocket. I said, "I know what you're looking for. It's the freaking. It's in the outside pocket. Just let him find it himself." But he took his good old freaking time trying to find it too, because I got shit to do. I got a burger waiting for me. <laughs>
5: you uh, you got that on your desk? I mean, I think I saw you showed it the other day.
1: Bam! I got it right in front of me. Yep.
5: Yeah, Texas tranquilizer, y'all. What what caliber would you say that is? I don't even know, man.
1: I think it's a 30 millimeter. It's bigger the big than ass one. It's definitely bigger than, uh, I don't know, 50 cal. I don't know. It could, it's cool, though. It could be a 50 cal, but it's, I mean, it's hard to tell because it's not as normal casing. You know yeah, what I'm it's just,
5: yeah. Anyway, I, I'm glad you got that home. And I saw you show that on the camera the other day, man. And uh, I was wondering how you, how you got that through because that hey. right there can cause a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. It did.
0: It they, almost, weren't, they weren't thrilled about it, but uh, I don't have mine on my desk. But, yeah, they weren't thrilled about it. at I all. I almost
1: missed another flight because of it. I was just <laughs> fucking thrilled.
5: Hey, anything I could do to do my part, man. You know what I'm <laughs> saying?
1: That would have been great if I would have had to stay another night in Dallas. The wife would have just been thrilled after the first <laughs> time right. I ever missed a flight. The first time. Bro, I got like two minutes. I got one more person on the line. Any, any uh, thoughts for for today?
5: No, man, that's it. I just wanted to, you know see how you got through with that anyway hey thanks for taking my call guys and i love all you people in the chats and uh see y'all down the road
0: much love texan take care brother can't wait till sunday hell yeah navy event sorry call back tomorrow i'm gonna have to close it down
1: i do want amy joe to hop in here amy hopefully you're gonna be able to uh do a stream tonight are you gonna be able to do one tonight go ahead and unmute and let us know what's on your mind about two minutes left in the show
0: Miss America, thank you for the donation as well. Uh, champagne in this can for Diddy Styles, baby. Appreciate it. What's up, baby Joe? How are you doing?
6: Hey, sorry. Oh, man, <laughs> I, know. I was in the middle of modding and got a bunch of crap going on that I had to stop. Um, hey guys, how are you guys doing?
1: I can hear this. Yes. St- yes. I can hear the stream yeah. in the background still.
0: doing, doing sorry. fantastic. Call back tomorrow- are uh, you Because gonna- <laughs> you were oh, still. So- for those who don't know, Amy Joe is uh, one of our super mods, and she does an amazing job between her, Palladius, and my sister, and many others out there. Um, oh, there we go, Diddy style, uh, baby's good. Adeline, Adeline Michelle is her name. Miss Miss Diddy is doing good. We're all three watching, so. Make sure you guys, uh, you know, send your love and prayers because Diddy Style and the new baby and Mrs. Diddy Style are all watching. That's that's awesome. Sorry, Amy Joe, Go ahead. Congratulations, Diddy. God bless you and your family, brother. Uh,
6: big congratulations. You guys are family. We've been waiting for the baby to come and mama to be good. And we're super excited. We're all excited right with you. Your family. Congratulations, you guys. I, I was just, and thank you, Joe, for the compliments. I'm just, you guys are so easy to mod for. And and the family and the shout is so amazing. They're easy to mod for. They're Everybody's easy to love on. So easy to love on. Abe, yes, I, I am going to be able to do my show. I um, kind of threatened my internet provider with paying me back and <laughs> put my internet right back up. Imagine that. Good so. to know.
1: Good to know. That's glad to hear. Mm-hmm. One minute left in the show. What's on your mind, Amy Joe?
6: Um, I was just calling in to fill in. I didn't even look at the clock because I'm a dingling, as you know. So, but um, with the whole vaccination thing, you, you guys know that I lost my cousin like, you know, four months ago out of nowhere, jogged every morning, no big deal. And all of a sudden one morning he just collapses and hits the sidewalk. And I found out the day before he got the Pfizer jab. And I mean, you can't tell me that the two don't correlate 100%. Hundred percent. He jogged every single morning. He was in good shape, and it should have never happened. So, so and I mean, and I'm it going there through
1: are, some things. Are, it seems there are more people who have stories like this than the numbers would show. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, they're Absolutely. not reporting anything, and Absolutely. I'm. There's things still ongoing with my daughter as of right now in the ERL. All last night probably shedding involved, maybe the Gardasil vaccine. I mean, it could be a se- several things involved. And a girl came in. She texted me when she was there, and a girl came in because she had gotten the jab the week before, and she still had a headache and a rash since she got the jab still for a solid week. There's a lot not being I don't, reported.
1: I don't understand why people oh. have blind trust in Big Pharma and in the government on a – Emergency use vaccine. Amy Joe, appreciate you very much. Amy Joe will be back with us in about twenty minutes, guys. Come
0: back and check it out. Love.
6: See you soon.
0: Much love. Much love, Amy Joe. And just real quick, brother, I gotta, I gotta say these real quick. Uh, che- che- Cheeto, Kathy, thank you. Uh, three phones in a row. We're up to thirteen thousand five hundred. You guys, your support, uh, Tanet Booth, many others. You guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for the red or for the gold pills. Really appreciate it. Definitely stay tuned. Amy Joe is going to be coming up next uh, in about 20 minutes with uh, some prayer that we all need and we all absolutely have to have. Thank you all for joining us between DLive, Foxhole, Twitch, and everywhere else. We miss and love you guys. That's why we're here every single day. Look forward to tomorrow. Indeed. Uh, Steve
1: Franzen here tomorrow. Greg Harvey on Friday. Next week, JT Wild, Trenton White, Severe Anon in the house. Don't forget, hit that alert button on the channel so you never miss anything. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for joining us here today as you do every day. Have a great evening. Amy Jo, 20 minutes. God loves you. Treat the word impossible as nothing
4: more than motivation